happy Monday. I hope everybody had a great weekend. Um, quick disclaimer before I get too far into the podcast. I'm not recording in my normal location. I'm actually in my bedroom right now recording this. And, you know, I told you guys I live in like a new development. So if you hear people hammering or you hear, you know, some Spanish music or guys yelling in Spanish or, you know, trucks driving back and forth, and that's what it is. Also, my wife's sitting right in the next room and she's watching TV, so you might catch some some background noise, but um, I haven't set up, you know, the room where I'm going to be, you know, turning into my quasi-studio yet, um, so I'm just going to be recording wherever I can, um, and actually, in like two weeks, I'm going to have to take the podcast on the road again, which is kind of scary, you know, during all these, this COVID time, but, you know, I think I've done like three or four of those shows where I'd like, you know, recorded in some weird location, and I'm going to be doing that again in like two weeks. Um, I'll tell you guys where it is when I'm recording this show. Um, not that I'm worried about anybody popping up there or anything like that. But, uh, you know, there's still a small possibility that it may not happen. So, but uh, but look forward to that. So, but yeah, you hear any crazy noises, like I can hear them now. You guys, it might, my microphone might not pick it up. But I uh, just wanted to warn you guys about that. Um, so, yeah, like I said, I'm in the bedroom. It's crazy because these guys start working at like... I don't know, it seems like 4 o'clock in the morning, um, you know, when I'm still trying to sleep, and uh, it seems like they go into like, I don't know, 6 or 7 o'clock at night, um, but yeah, I'll be glad when all the building around here is done, but anyway, on to the football, um, so I actually got to watch some some games this week, um, got to see Arsenal, you know, win this weekend, which was, was pretty nice, um, didn't get to play any FIFA, um, which is kind of funny because I bought a, bought a TV last week, uh, like early last week, and it was supposed to be delivered on Friday. So it was delivered on Friday. Now this is from like my living room where I play FIFA. So it was delivered on Friday, but then when me and my wife opened the box and I was all excited cause I was finally going to get to play FIFA, opened the box and, and this is after not having a TV in the living room cause the one in the living room would give my son, whatever, whatever, nobody cares. But we open the box and it has this huge like hand size crack in the screen I was devastated so I had to call you know Best Buy and deal with that whole situation and uh, they were like well the earliest we can get you a TV is Monday well they delivered it today so I'm pretty excited about it um, but this weekend you know some of the games that I was watching I was watching on my phone or my computer or whatever so um, but now I have this TV and even though, you know, La, like La Liga is over, <laughs> the Bundesliga is over, Premier League is basically over. They still have some games left, but, uh, you know, I'll be able to watch some games. And then, you know, there's still Champions League coming up soon, so I'm still pretty excited about that. Plus, you know, I mean, it is basically the second half of July. Not basically, it's like the, today's July 20th. So, you know, I don't know when some of the new seasons are going to start, but, you know, the 2020-21 season is right around the corner anyway, so I can't really can't really complain. But uh, so yeah, all right. One of the biggest stories that popped up since I um, last talked to you guys was that FIFA finally released the schedule for the 2022 World Cup. Um, 
now you know it, there's always been this big talk about it because it's a winter world cup now and you know even though they bid for a summer world cup they weren't able to do it because of the temperatures you know it gets to 50 degrees celsius which is well over like 110 in fahrenheit um even though they said that they would have these like cooling stadiums and blah 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 um so now uh, because of how small Qatar is, there really won't be any air travel between you know the different stadiums and the venues that the, the players are staying at. So the players are going to actually have more time to um, to rest, I guess basically. They won't have to you know plan for like huge movements like if it was in like Brazil or the United States or you know even like the way the euros are going to be next summer, um, the players can basically just hop on a bus and you know move from one venue to another so they you know plenty of hotels in guitar travel times are, are going to be you know significantly reduced based on if, you know even like in russia when the world cup uh, two years ago these guys are traveling great distances they don't have to worry about that in guitar so what they're going to do is they're going to instead of having three matches per day like they usually do during the world cup there's gonna be four matches per day which um you know, sounds kind of crazy. It sounds like they're condensing it a little bit, but they're going to be able to give the players more rest, um, and at the same time, give the fans more football. You know, on a day. I mean, watching four matches in one day because usually I, I will watch all three matches during the World Cup. Um, watching four matches in a day, especially you know now that I'm not in Europe, is going to be kind of difficult. Um, I doubt I'll do it. You know, during World Cup, I probably will only watch maybe one match a day live. Um, you know, so we'll see how that goes. But yes, they did finally release the schedule. Now, it doesn't really mean anything because um, the only team right now that's qualified is Qatar. So, you know, as the host. So once, uh, you know, once everything does um, finally happen, then we'll know who's playing who, where. But right now, it looks like the first match is going to be on the 21st of November. And the last group stage match will be on the 28th of November. Or excuse me, the 2nd of December, actually. 2nd of December. And then the final will be on 18 December. So it's good to know. Um, you know, it seems like it's it's coming together. It's still going to be weird watching the World Cup in the winter. Um, but, you know, I mean, it is what it is. I'm still waiting to see how it's going to, how the leagues, especially in Europe, how they're going to adjust to it. As I mentioned before, MLS, it's not going to really affect them. They may have to end the season early by like a week or two, um, but that's that's like nothing. Um, hopefully the U.S. Uh, you know, qualifies for the next World Cup, seeing as how they didn't in the last one. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's, it's, it's moving forward. So, um, yeah, interested to see how the draw goes. I mean, we still got a got a ways for qualifying, but uh, yeah, four matches per day, and this basically says that uh, let's see, groups A, B, E, and F will be playing in the same stadiums during the group stage, and then uh, group C, D, G, and H will also play in the same four stadiums. Uh, so there's, and I'm going to butcher these pronunciations, but it's Al Bayat, uh, Khalifa International, which is a pretty big one. Uh, Al Thumama Stadium, Al Rania, that's for uh, groups A, B, E, and F, and then groups C, D, G, and H will play in Lusal Iconic Stadium, Ras Abu Abad Stadium, Education City Stadium, and then Al Junob Stadium. So, 
I think originally they were supposed to have like 12 stadiums because remember they were talking about how, you know, innovative the stadiums were going to be. They were going to be like smart stadiums and, you know, this, that, and the other. But uh, now I guess they've knocked it down. It went from 12 to 9, and now it's uh, it's only going to be eight stadiums. You know, eight groups, eight stadiums. Hopefully they can keep the uh, the pitch surfaces good. Um, I guess we'll see. I mean, they got plenty of time to figure out what type of surface they're going to use, if they're going to change it between now and then. And, um, you know, they, they, they're going to have to bring the best World Cup of all time, um, you know, because they're, they're completely throwing off the football calendar. Um, so they're, they're going to have to, like, seriously, seriously bring the best World Cup ever. And, you know, we'll see. There's a lot of expectations for it. A lot of people are saying they're not going to watch it. Um, you know, because of the human rights thing and whatever, but you know, I guess we'll we'll see. They're they're gonna have to put on the the show of their lives um, to either you know prove people wrong or you know just to show that they're not what uh, what people have been saying. So we'll see. I'm sure it'll be great, um, but you know we'll see. All right. So let's see. Uh, next piece of news. Big piece. This this was crazy considering he's only 29 years old. But Andre Schurler, who you know, if you don't really watch the Bundesliga, you don't really know who he is, but he, uh, he had, well, no, he used to play for Chelsea, but he had the assist in the World Cup final for Germany. He assisted the pass to Mario Gutza to score that goal to beat Argentina in extra time. Um, he, you know, he's officially decided to, uh, to retire from football at, uh, at age 29 and which is, I don't know, maybe it was because of injury, but uh, he's hanging up his boots. He hasn't really played a whole lot of games. Like, I had to, to look him up to see, you know, what what teams he had played for or if there was a specific reason, you know, why he was retiring so early. But, uh, yeah, he'll be 30 in November. He's played for Mainz, Bayer Leverkusen, Chelsea, Wolfsburg, uh, Borussia Dortmund, and then he went on loan to Fulham. And then he was just on loan at Spartak Moscow. Um, you know, he's played less than 300 games at club level. He's only played 60 games um, for, you know, Germany at the senior level. Um, he's only 29 years old. Um, he never seemed to me to get, like, the that notoriety um, that would come with winning the World Cup. Same thing with Mario Gutza. You know, it was, like, basically the two of them. He, he you know, passed the ball to Gutza. Gutsa scored, but, you know, it seems like they never really, like, lived up to the hype that was behind the two of them, um, but yeah, he decided to, uh, to hang it up, and I guess we'll, uh, we'll see what he does next, like I said, he's only 29 years old, and, you know, maybe in a year or two he'll get that itch to, to come back, but, uh, I guess he said that he, he no longer wanted to face the loneliness and endless competition of top flight football. So, yeah, I guess it, it does take its toll on you, I guess. But um, the loneliness, I guess, yeah. I mean, I don't know if he's married or not, but, you know, whatever. Um, great career. You know, he uh, won the World Cup. I mean, that's that's the one thing that, you know, every soccer player, I think, football player wants to do. Um he won the World Cup. He won the Premier League back in you know 2014-15 with uh, with Chelsea. Never won the the uh, the German League, but he did win the Deutsche Pokal twice. Um, 
So yeah, I mean, congrats to him. You know, good career. I mean, can't really say can't really say anything anything bad about him. So I wish him all the luck in the uh, in the future. So all right, next piece. Um, something that I definitely didn't see, and I would have to go back and listen to, you know, some of the podcasts from uh, the beginning of the season, like in, you know, August. Um, I'm like 90% sure that I predicted that Barcelona was going to win La Liga, um, and they did not. Uh, Real Madrid was crowned champions of La Liga, um, you know, bringing Zidane back. Uh, you know, Messi had a great season, so I definitely thought that Barca would win it, but, uh, you know, somehow uh, they won the league by five points. Um, Real Madrid, they're the the champions of Spain. You know, congratulations to them. Um, still in the Champions League. You know, we'll see. We'll see how they do. Uh, they get a little bit of rest before you know they have to play the first week in August. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was it was shocking. It was surprising. Granada ended up finishing in seventh. Remember, at one point they were sitting on top of the league um so let me just go over the the table for la liga so as i mentioned you got real madrid won it with uh 87 points barcelona finished in second with 82 points atletico madrid finished in third with 70 i mean that's no surprise those one two and three you know you can mix up the order but those are the top three three teams in spain uh, Sevilla finished in fourth with 70 points. Um, they only missed out on third place by goal differential. They had four less goals than uh, than Atletico Madrid. Villarreal finished in fifth with 60 points. Real Sociedad finished in sixth with 56. As mentioned, Granada in seventh with 56. And Getafe finished in eighth with 54 points. Bottom of the league, we got... Uh, Leganis, they finished in 18th with 36 points. Real Mallorca finished in 33rd. And surprisingly to me, at least, Espanyol finished in last with only 25 points. So those three teams will be going back down. Or not going back down, but going down. And um, those top four teams, Real Madrid, Barcelona, Atletico Madrid, and Sevilla will be going to the Champions League. So, again, you know, congratulations to... Uh, to Real Madrid on winning the league. I know they surprised a whole lot of people because I definitely didn't uh, definitely didn't think that they would do it. And like I said, I <clears throat> excuse me, I definitely picked Barcelona to uh, to win the league. So hopefully they'll bounce back, but uh, they're still in the Champions League as well. So all right, um, I've talked a lot on this show about the football documentaries that I watched, especially, you know, when I was still living in an Airbnb and, you know, I watched, I don't know how many of them, um, you know, Sunderland till I die was really good. But, uh, the one about leads, I can't remember the name of it exactly, but it's on Amazon prime. And actually, I don't even know if, if, if you're in the U S if you can watch it or not. Um, maybe, but, uh, I, I watched it when I was, um, when I was in Germany and, um, but I, I can't remember the name of it, but it's about Leeds United and, you know, how they're trying to get back to their glory days of, you know, being in the, the Premier League. And, you know, they were in like the Champions League semifinal, like, you know, and then they had like a fire sale, had to get rid of all their good players. And, you know, they'd just been trying to get back to the Premier League. Well, 
finally, finally, I think it's after 16 years, they finally, they were able to do it. Um, they finished on top of the, of the championship. Uh, there's still one more game left to go. Um, uh, but they're, they're sitting on top right now. 45 games played. Uh, they're sitting at 90 points. Second place, West Brom, who's, you know, holding on to that automatic uh, promotion spot there. They're, what, eight points behind Leeds United. Um, but, yeah, congratulations to Leeds. Marcelo Bielsa, he's actually he's going to be coaching in the Premier League next year, which is nuts because Pep Guardiola, Pep Guardiola is somebody that looks up to him. And same thing with Pochettino. Um, you know, I think Pochettino will be back in the league probably next year. We'll see after all these uh, these sackings come over the next couple of weeks. Um, but uh, it, it's crazy. His style of football is actually going to be in the Premier League. And, you know, we'll see how he does against, you know, teams like Man City and Man United, Arsenal, Tottenham, Chelsea, you know, and uh, Liverpool. Um, I always seem to forget about Liverpool. But, um, yeah, you know, congratulations to all of them. I mean, the one thing that's, that kind of sucks about when teams get promoted is that a lot of the players that help them to get there end up either losing their spots or moving on because, you know, the teams now are going to have more money coming in because of broadcast money and sponsorship deals. Um, so they'll bring in, you know, better players, maybe not necessarily always better, but they'll bring in better players. Um, and, you know, some of those other players are just going to get pushed down the depth chart or they'll move on to other teams or they'll end up staying in, you know, the league below or the, you know, the league that they got promoted from. Um, and it, it, it's always kind of sad to see that, but it, it, you know, it's just the nature of the beast. Cause in the end, as much as I hate to say it, football is a business. And, uh, but yeah, you know, it'll be cool to see leads in there. I can't remember. I mean, like I said, it's been 16 years. So, I wasn't even really paying too much attention to the Premier League back then. I was still, you know, primarily focused on the Bundesliga back in 2004, 2005 time frame. Um, but like I said, it'll be it'll be cool to see. Um, they're secure. They got they they've already won the the title. They didn't win it on the field. They won their match, and then they had to wait for I think Brentwood to lose, and they're currently in third place. Brentwood lost, and Leeds are the champions of the championship, and they will be in the Premier League next year which is crazy you know but uh i think their fans definitely deserve that as well as the organization it's been a long time coming and uh you know i mean who knows you you may you may see me rocking a leeds jersey one of these days i don't know you know i was actually thinking about maybe becoming a lead supporter but I'm, I'm a little too loyal so you know a team that i start with is a team that i stay with so i'm arsenal i'm an arsenal supporter but uh you know, Leeds has a pretty nice kit. They got that white. You know, I like white. So, but anyway, um, yes. Again, congratulations to them. They're they're moving up. They'll be in the Premier League next year. They're gonna get all that broadcast money, and uh, it'll be it'll be great for them. So, um, the last thing I got on this uh, this short show, um, something that caught me this morning completely off guard. Um, I had heard some rumblings about it a couple of weeks ago, but I didn't think it was going to happen, especially, you know, because, you know, Premier League is playing, Bundesliga finished up their season, and, uh, you know, Serie A and everything. But um, this year, the Ballon d'Or is, is not going to be awarded, which I think is crazy. But, uh, I mean, it, I, I think it's, 
I guess it's only fair because, you know, the French league cut their season. You know, there, there were other leagues that cut their seasons early. Um, so, you know, I guess not every player uh, was able to, you know, do everything that they could to uh, to try to, or, excuse me, players could do what they could to try to, uh, to actually win the Ballon d'Or. So instead of having it this year, um, they've decided to not have it in 2020. So I guess you can say <laughs> Messi and Ronaldo will not win it this year for sure. Um, but it, it's been completely postponed until uh, till 2021. You know, hopefully we have um, an uninterrupted 2020-2021 season. You know, hopefully we can have fans back in the in the uh, in the stands soon. Um, but uh, we will not have a Ballon d'Or winner for this year, which just it just seems weird. It it really does seem weird. I'm wondering if UEFA is still going to, uh, you know, do their player um, awards, um, you know, given everything that's happened, and you know, with COVID nineteen. Um, yeah, man, it, it just seems crazy that they would they would do that. But um, like I said, you know, too much has happened, and uh, I guess they're doing this to try to give all the players a fair shot. Um, you know, even players from the French league, because that's like really the only the only league that I could think. You know, for like Mbappe or uh, Neymar, you know, just a couple names that jump off the top of my head to give them a fair shot. They played less games, even though they're still they're still in the Champions League. But uh, I guess to try to make it fair, that's um, that's what they're gonna do. So uh, we'll see. It'll be back next year. Um, hopefully, it'll be you know, like I said, uninterrupted next year and, uh, it'll just be back. So, um, those are like, you know, the main things that I wanted to, uh, talk to you guys about this week. Um, you know, other than that, I didn't feel like, you know, just completely reading off scores or whatever. Um, I'm just looking forward to, uh, to watching some games, watching the, the champions league get back. And, you know, now I have my new TV, um, I'm definitely, definitely looking forward to that. Uh, there was actually some Premier League games that were on um, shortly after, you know, my TV got delivered today. Uh, I may go back and, and rewatch some of those if I can. Um, same thing with the uh, MLS um, is back tournament. My team is out. Uh, NYCFC, uh, they won today, but they're not going to, they didn't do enough. They lost their first two um, matches in the group. So they're done. Um, oh yeah, that's the match that was that's on right now, Wolves and Crystal Palace. But I may watch that later if I can avoid, uh, you know, seeing what the score is. Um, I always watch my games with the crowd noise on though. Um, but yeah, we'll see. Um, Juventus is playing right now as well. Maybe I'll check that out. There's still a little bit of time left in that game. So yeah. Um, with that, oh. One more thing I wanted to add really quick. Um, been talking about it for a while. I think I finally have the logistics figured out maybe. So look for, listen for, watch for um, the 90 Plus Extra Time podcast having some guests in the next few weeks. If we can lock down our schedules and you know get everything figured out, then uh, we'll have my, my first guest on the show. So... Um, I'll definitely keep you guys informed, uh, let you guys know. That'll probably be my longest show ever if I can get these guys to, to stay on as long as I want them to stay on. We'll see. 
I've always been pushing for an hour, never quite made it to an hour of recording, but, uh, but yeah, look out for that. So, all right. Um, with that, I'm going to end it. I uh, hope you guys have a, a great week. Watch some, some football if you can. I'd uh, love to hear from you guys. You can hit me up on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, just search for 90 plus extra time. And, uh, thank you guys for listening. You guys have a great rest of your week. All right. Bye.